Hello, welcome to episode 29 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa B. I am Ritzy P. We're girls and we nerd out with all of the cock out. All of it. All of it out. Even if it's uncut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially <laughs> if it is. Totally. Full blown. Full Equal blown. opportunity. Exactly. Uh, you can reach us online. We are on Twitter at The Nerd Out. We have a Facebook group. You can email us info at The Nerd Out. Uh, and then, obviously, there is our website, www.thenerdout.com, where we have show notes, photos, uh, I don't know, secrets to the universe, <laughs> yeah. various, various and miscellany. Yeah. So feel free to uh, give us a holler someplace. We always love to hear from people, especially if there's something in particular you want us to talk about. Or, conversely, shut up about Exactly. And i like to be the first to say to you, though you've heard it many times because we're kind of in the middle of the month, Feliz Año Nuevo! Yay! <laughs> yes, for my Anglo brethren, Happy New Year's 2013. <laughs> the 13, the 1-3, the 1-3. That's one of my favorite numbers, 13. Yeah, it's I like a good the weird number. numbers. Like, yeah, it's a good number. Yeah, it's not unlucky. No, not at all. No, please. It's not evil. No, not at all. <laughs> it's a good number. It's odd, odd. It's odd, odd. Yeah, I like yeah, odd, odd. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. So, how you been? Happy New Year. I know. Thanks. Um, I've been good. I've been super clean living. Nice. Doing my, like, January clean living thing. There's, um, I'll just break it down for you. I'm sure it's going to be fascinating for everyone. <laughs> no dairy, no wheat, no soy, no legumes, no I like that word, corn. Legumes. I know. Corn, I mean vegetable, grain, I don't know. Damn. None of it. Wow. That's uh, hardcore. Yeah. So it's like meat, preferably grass-fed, no hormones, all that stuff. Wow. Slash fish, slash fruits, slash vegetables, slash nuts. Nuts in your mouth. <laughs> nuts in my <laughs> D's nuts. <laughs> That's hardcore, man. I know. Super clean living. So probably... You have a glow, I must say. Now I'm looking really? at your face. Like, as you're saying this, you're, you have a glow. I feel really good. Yeah, you it's, look... It's kind of freaky. Suits you. Oh, that's that makes me sad. <laughs> um, so I've basically had no life for the past two weeks. Um, but we'll record again in two weeks, and yeah, see how um, we'll see how I'm doing then. It'll be right at the end. I'll either be climbing the walls, or I will have dropped like thirty pounds, and I'll be like He's magically super great looking, and I mean, it's going to be amazing. Uh, do you have makeup on right now? Mm, no, not really. You, you like serious? Like I'm oh not God. even. I'm like an angel. You, you're like, ah. Yeah, you look like seriously. You look really good. Your skin, like you, you so look radiant. Yeah, radiant. <laughs> so yes, if you guys um are prepared to have zero social life and spend all of your time cooking, shopping, and doing dishes, I totally recommend that you do the same thing that I'm doing. That's kind. That's hardcore. A little bit more hardcore than what I did last year. This yes. time. That led to the little gift. That the, we had. the little bun in the oven? <laughs> I have heard this whole like gluten free people get pregnant. Dude, gluten free, I swear to God. I was like, oh yeah, it's over for me. It's not happening. Like, you know what I'm saying? The gluten freeze, it yeah. really clogs up your system and it's, I guess, some kind of crazy, effed up form, fucked up form of birth control or something. <laughs> yeah. So if any of you guys are doing it and you're female and, and you, you don't, don't want to get preggers, uh, double double up on the on the double, on the double sack. up on your wheaties. <laughs> double up on the body sack and make sure you take your pill. Yeah. <laughs> 
But what about you? Are you having a good 2013? Yeah, it's it's different, you know what I'm saying? I'm a mom, which is mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess I, I felt it then, and I, feel, I think it's stronger now. I'm in love. It's the most amazing thing. You know, people... It, You don't, if you know me, you know me. You know me that I'm just like, just raw. You know, I give it to you fucking straight up. And I, you know, I'm like, whatever. And you know, parents are, oh my God, the love that you have for a kid. And I'm like, whatever. Like, you know, get your fucking (laughs) snotty nose kid out of here. It's fucking true. Like, it's amazing. It took a little bit to click for me because I was like really sick when I came out of delivery. It was crazy. But as soon as it hit me, I was like, oh my God. You know, and I see Megan Fox, of all people who I don't give a shit about, but I've seen her, like, on blogs or, like, interviews that I, you know, saying, like, how does it be, you know, a mom? Yeah. She's like, it's like this love, and it just hurts so much, and the, the bitch is right. Like, it hurts so much. It's amazing, and it's joyful, and, you know, I haven't been doing what I usually do and travel and do all this stuff, and it's like, I don't really care right now. You know, like, I, I love him so much. It's crazy. And that's about the extent of my mom talk. <laughs> well, Megan Fox says that she's not going to do any more sexy stuff. Yeah, but because you know what? of her kids. So I'm wondering if now you're feeling like you need to put the sexy stuff oh, behind I, you too. I, I'm, you know, the <laughs> I'm going to have a crazy clause in my contract. Right. Where no more flash. No more flashing no, the, the, badge, the JJ the badge, when you're getting no out more, of like yeah. a limousine. No, you know, um, it's off limits now. The boobs. I'm gonna stick to maybe side boob, no areolas. Right, totally, totally. Um, I know you got to keep it classy. Got to keep a kid. it classy, but sassy. So I'll give you side <laughs> boob. I won't give you areolas. Um, no, I'm pretty much a lot of me is the same, just for certain things. Like I can't watch the commercials, that Saint Jude commercials. I don't know if you get them all across the country, but those Saint Jude commercials is Saint Jude is like the cancer. Hospital for kids, mm-hmm. and it's just like kids, and that it's like oh, every it's like time. the Sarah McLaughlin commercial for, times instead ten. Of, instead of doggies, it's little kids that have cancer, and it help. Like I'm bawling at it. I just hear the music and look at it, and I have to turn away. It's the worst well, thing ever. Eyes, yeah, eyes. it's the worst thing. But other than that, I'm pretty normal. Um, still same me. Still I know, me. still the same you. I like that. Thank you. I wasn't expecting you to become a whole different person. I was afraid. Remember I was telling you, like, oh yeah, don't they become, like, I don't want to start wearing mama jeans. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and be like, oh, like, everything I talk about is, like, the kid, and, like, I'm just, like, there's no me left, and I, like, invasion of the body snatchers, and I turn into this other person, and I'm just, like, all, I hope that doesn't happen. It hasn't happened yet. No, and I hope it doesn't happen, too, because I'm scared to be the person to tell you that you're wearing mom jeans. Mom <laughs> jeans. Why does it look like you have an well, ass in the front? Um, <laughs> pretty. Yeah, but um, yeah. So well, I think that that's really great and all, but let's talk about Liam Neeson's cock. Let's do that, please. <laughs> let's get back to the regular programming. So as you know, uh, one of our inspiration is Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. We're not worthy. Yeah, and um, we hope to, you know, uh, meet them for reals soon. Someday. And um, I hope they one day listen to our podcast. But um, anyways, you know, every episode they end with um, Liam Neeson's cock is so big. And then the crowd says, how How big big is it? it? And they have this whole website and people turning things in, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, Liam Neeson was on uh, Bravo's Watch What Happens Now. That's live. Who, by the way, uh, podcast listeners, 
according to rumor, has like one of the biggest cocks in Hollywood after Milton Berle, who apparently oh, was wow. uh, swinging the big iron. Wow. Yeah. So like everyone knows this. Like like um, who? Someone said that. Back in the days before internet and stuff, they even were talking about how big Liam Neeson's mm-hmm. cock is. Like, it's just, like, known in the industry or something. Like, yeah. men know, women know, blah, blah, blah. So, one of the questions, we'll have a link to it, where they do this thing every time there's a guest, and it's plead the fifth. They ask you three questions, oh, yeah. and you can only plead the fifth to one of them. So, uh-huh. sometimes people get asked out because they plead the fifth too early, and then the next question is like, the oh, like, they want to say, who in, you know, who's an actor that, you know, you would hate to work with again, or, you know, something. Like, they wanted you to... Give yeah. it up or whatever. So they asked them to plead the fifth. They played plead the fifth with him, and they're like, "Yeah." So you know, they said, "You're pretty well endowed." Is that true? And he said that it's between it's between him and William Defoe that usually are like head head to head. I feel like I've uh, <laughs> I feel like I've heard that about William Defoe too. I've never heard that about William, Defoe, and I love William Defoe. And so when I saw this, now and, there's more of him to love. So ba- exactly. So basically. Liam Neeson willing to fall a big cocks. Sword fight. <laughs> so how amazing. Party in my mouth. Everybody's I coming. It was awesome. <laughs> Keep it classy. Thought, always. I just thought it was awesome that he was like, well, you, you know, yeah. Like, he, totally between, matter of fact. Yeah, it's between me. Look, it's word on the street. It's between me and willing to fall have the biggest ones out there. I'm like, yes. Amazing. I love amazing. to it. Yeah, so you have there's we'll have the link and you can see him how <laughs> the he's worst not kept secret in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, there we go. Cool. Straight out the bat, talk about from babies to cocks. From babies to cocks. <laughs> That's where babies come from. Exactly. Um, I saw a bunch of movies. I saw, uh, you know, because like the holidays is usually, especially between Christmas and New Year's, big time for me to go like yeah. get my movie on. Yeah. So I saw Skyfall again. Whatever. We already talked about that. Uh, I also saw Django Unchained, Zero Dark Thirty, and Les Miserables, and uh, I will give you my 30 second recap of each. Okay. Django Unchained was great, but 30 minutes too long. Oh. And um, some of the violence was totally CGI, and that bothered me. Oh. Um, But as always, and Quentin Tarantino, I know that you cast yourself in this movie after somebody else backed out, but... You really don't need to be in every single movie. <laughs> I kind of like, like that about I actually, I like it when he plays this sort of motormouth Quentin Tarantino character, mm-hmm. but this was like an acting job, oh, and, and it was just the not move. the same. Um, but I actually, I really enjoyed it, and one thing I was super impressed by is that Jamie Foxx is an excellent horseman. Oh, really? He rode his own horse in the movie. He He's amazing. Um, I can't wait to see this movie, and I saw Jamie Foxx on... Um, the next chapter with Oprah Winfrey. Mm. And um, now that you're a mom, you got to watch the big O. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Um, just, I love Jamie Foxx and I wanted to, to see him. And um, he talks about how it was him and Homegirl from uh, Carrie Washington. Yes, I saw that one too because I love that show Scandal. Mm-hmm. And um, they're talking about their experience and how they couldn't have done that movie if they weren't doing it together because they'd call each other and text each other late night because it was so draining for them, the parts that they had to yeah. play, being African-American um, and having to play these parts and that they filmed on a real plantation. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen it, but you have the part where she's getting whipped. Mm-hmm. Like, she actually was getting whipped, I guess. That's what they said. She wanted to see what it felt like, so she actually got whipped. Um, That, you know, it's a real plantation, so 
they were like getting the tour of the plantation and that scene where she's getting whipped there's a tree and they're like how come that tree doesn't have like sashes of the oh because that's a hanging tree so they have like whipping trees and hanging trees so while they're doing these scenes they're looking at an actual hanging tree where you know their ancestors were hung. I mean, it's, it's just like, I was like, they're like, it was just talking about how heavy it was mm-hmm. and how they were called and cried each other. And I just thought it was, you know, just crazy. So, yeah, I thought it was handled really deftly because it could have been, it could have either been like tacky, like the tone could have been mm-hmm. totally wrong and been like, ooh, no, like false move. Or it could have been um, way too heavy. And I felt like it was, it was a, a good, nice balance. it was a good balance. Good. I can't yeah. wait to see it. That's, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and then what was the other? Oh, Zero Dark Thirty. I liked it. It was No Hurt Locker, which is, was my favorite movie of the year that came out. Yeah, that was it, good. It. But it was still very good. Um, for a story that you know exactly how it ends, yeah. you're kind of on the edge of your seat. Wow, that's good. Yeah. That's so awesome. that was really good. And I thought Jessica Chastain was awesome. Uh, is there like a certain cut? Co- is there like a the similar coloring of that film, like The Hurt Locker? It seems yes. like she does like that coloring. It looks I like it. Really similar. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Um, and then Les Mis, I saw, and that was. Um, I mean, that's all singing. <laughs> there is all- no motherfucking dialogue in that movie. <laughs> who who came over? And I was like. Oh, Jenny O, she came over and she had to go see with her mom for Christmas. They always go see a movie. And I was like, oh, I want to see because blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I don't really like, she's like, oh, no, no, no. She's like, they sing everything. And I was like, oh, no, no, I can't do it then. No, all singing. All (laughs) singing. Like everything, like, oh, the door is open. I was like, no, I cannot. Yeah, there's probably, there are, to be honest, probably four lines of dialogue in the movie. Oh, my God, no. That it's like, Captain, a letter. And then it starts a song. No, no, I can't do that. Uh, but I thought it was really good. A lot of people... Hugh Jackman was awesome. A lot of people... Worthy of the... Totally worthy. Okay. A lot of people ragged on Russell Crowe. And his singing and stuff. And that's his singing. Like everyone, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, that's kind of a way to get my Irish up, because I'm a Russell Crowe fan. Uh, and I thought that he did perfectly well. He's a different kind of singer. He's not a musical theater guy. He's, he's like a rock a, like, band, He's a rock he? guy. He has a... Yeah, I heard that they, they jammed out with his band or something. Yeah. So I thought he did perfectly well as that. Um, what's her face? Anne Hathaway was. I heard she killed it. She totally kills it. She's in it for like fifteen minutes. And she kills, kills it. it. And yeah. she got nominated. Like yeah. nobody's business. Yeah, she's kind of like I've. I used to really like her, but lately it seems like she's so into being nominated and winning this shit. <laughs> like she just won something last night. Some like it wasn't SAG. It was something else. Critic Choice Awards. I Critic believe. Choice. Yeah. And her acceptance speech when she went up is, um, they had spelled her name wrong. No E on the end of Anne. Oh, excuse me. And she was like, and she was like, oh, this is a really wonderful moment. But at the same time, I kind of feel like, you know, it's kind of been ruined for me because my name has been misspelled. But I I guess I just need to move beyond that. And it's like. She should have kept that in her brain. I'm like, yeah, I think you need to move beyond that. And in fact, just shut your mouth. Wow. She's taking it too seriously. Taking it a little too seriously. Um, Amanda Siegfried, a perfectly fine, like, warbly little singer, and, um, Eddie Redmayne, who, a gem of a ginge. Yeah. Um, an annoying singer, which made me sad. Oh. Like, his mouth moves a lot, like, (laughs) when he's singing, and I was like, shh, just look pretty. Just a side note, since you mentioned gingers, Mm -hmm. I just want to talk about my... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good side. I think I had, I think I had a unicorn signing. (laughs) 
You know, I love, you guys know that I love gems of gingers. And I point them out. There's a few. I love them. I don't love them all, okay? So it's not like you're a ginger. You can get, it's you, not can, like a you can hit it. You can hit it if you're a ginger. Yeah. No. Um, but I'm at the Century City uh, Apple store with the Genius Bar taking my computer in. And um, there's a ginger father with his cute little ginger daughter bringing, you know, appointment ahead of me. And then I look. Of course, the ginger genius guy is helping them. And I was like, of course. And I'm like trying to take a picture. And then I was I was like, I can't do it. Then Eddie calls me out on Twitter, calls me a pussy. He's mm-hmm. like, just take the picture. So I had to take it. So I took it. I have it. I took it. But while I'm waiting, I'm looking around. I see three. This is not a big store. I see three other fucking gingers up in the store. Are Six, they together? No. But still, it doesn't matter. There are six no, gingers yeah. in a small square foot footage place. It, it was like a unicorn, dude. I was like, I didn't. I, I thought maybe like a a a, a, a wall was going to open up and I was going to be able to totally. walk into another dimension because it was like three to the left of me, three to the right of me. It was crazy. Well, I was going to say it's almost less crazy if they were together because you're like, meh, family, yeah, but, ginge fam. Yeah, yeah, but they were all like, well, just the father and daughter. Yeah. And then the genius dude the with, genius the, with, the, with the crazy mustache that you can see in the thing. And then there was like, <laughs> I think another dude that works there was a ginger. And then two random dudes were in there. One looked European. Like, he was totally not from here. One was totally American. And they were just... I was like, what is happening right now? It was Ginger's Galore. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'll put a link can, to the... Yeah, you can go on to um, Ritzy's Twitter feed. To yeah. See the picture. And I go to my Instagram. And then, yeah. And mm-hmm. it's totally Ginger crazies. <laughs> so, okay. So, thank you. Thank you yes, for letting me you. get that out there. Um, so, yeah. Those are the three movies I saw. Um, there was uh, a trailer that was released that made me super excited. This is like, I kind of, one part of me really loves this sort of movement that you see more and more. And another part of me, it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because I'm afraid it will never come to fruition. But like a group of friends will get together, fans who are friends, who work together, what have you. And they will create a trailer for something that they love. Um, In this case, it's like Macross Robotech, which every year, or when I was, oh God, I was too old to be doing this. I think I was probably like a freshman or sophomore in high school. Uh-huh. I would be booking it home on the bus to like get home and watch um, Robotech every <laughs> That's day. Awesome. Oh yeah, Monday through Friday every day. <laughs> Total nerd. And um, so I can this... picture your picture that you posted on Facebook when you're little. Uh huh. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> that was me. And so and I'm like, yes. Yeah. And I had like my VHS tapes. I had like a library of Robotech. And so, anyway, a group of friends got together and they created a trailer, which is um, which is for Robotech, which is the big like sort of mech animation series for those of you who don't know. And they created a live action, quote unquote live action, because it's like all CGI um, trailer for Robotech, and it's for a movie that will probably never get made. <laughs> Which is the part that breaks my heart, but it's so cool that it's awesome. people get together and do yeah. this. She showed it. We just watched it right now. It's crazy. And I feel like this is sort of the year of, like, the mech movie. Like, the Transformers sort of hinted at it. Then there's that other one that's escaping me at the moment that's coming up that's uh, Guillermo del Toro produced it mm-hmm. with the big, like, undersea, other dimension monsters, yeah. and then we create robots to fight them. I mean, you know, who doesn't love, like, a 30-story robot? Anyone? Well, yeah. People who are scared of robots probably don't like that. Maybe. 
Um, so yeah, we'll have a link to that on our, um, on our show notes. So definitely check it out. It's pretty badass. That's, it is really awesome. Um, I got to see a movie. Yay. <laughs> it's, uh, Ice-T, we talked about it before in a previous episode, it's Ice-T's Art of Rap, Something from Nothing, um, uh, where he goes around and just basically talks to MCs, not about, like, them hustling and, and, and how many bitches they have and this and that and how much money they have, but really just about, like, their influences, how they got started, how that you know, this and that, and, um... I thought it was, it was it was good. I I recommend it, especially. I think I also recommend it, especially for those that maybe like maybe one or two rap songs, um, you know, on the radio and don't know really about the culture because it's really a culture and it really, it, it's more about hip hop uh, as a culture, like you know the elements and everything. He's talking about the the emceeing part specifically. He talks to different MCs and he calls it rap. But there's there's a part of the movie where they're like talking about this. Anyone can be a rapper because really just rhyming. It's mm-hmm. like Dr. Seuss was a rapper. Like you could be a rapper. But to be a, a true MC, you have to have skills and this and that. And he breaks it down. And I was really happy that they did that. But they they go from New York to L.A. and they talk to everybody. And Ice-T is, is awesome. And he just – there was a couple of people that there were contemporary people that was just like, I don't know why they're there. But the rest of them, there's like amazing people that he talks to, like Grandmaster Kaz, if you know your history. If you don't know your history, you'll know your history by who these people are, how they contributed to hip-hop and what it is today. And it's pretty awesome. I thought it was going to be a little bit more um, in-depth, but I guess if you, he just really just talks to a couple of people and keeps it moving. But it's entertaining just to see who he talks to. And um, it, gets, it gets me excited about, you know, because a lot of the shit that's out there right now is really bad. Um, and it's just nice to have something that people, cause people, you know, Ice-T has a whole nother level of, um, of fans because he's on, you know, one of my favorite Law Art SVUs, you know, and, and then, you know, Ice and Coco. So he has a, he can open up and expose, it's great that this came out now. He exposed it to another, another generation and even people of our generation that maybe weren't knowing or never really knew that much. They, they can see that there's way much more to, you know. Hip uh, to to rapping and being an MC and stuff. So I definitely recommend. And it is now currently streaming on Netflix. Oh, Netflix streaming! Yeah. Thank you, Netflix streaming. <laughs> um, speaking of things that you can watch on Netflix, uh, you must be really excited that Downton Abbey's back. Yes, I am. If anyone <laughs> out there watches it, please hit me up. Let's talk about this. How did you like? Guys, like the two-hour premiere that just went down on Sunday, um, I I totally was, you know, not I totally forgot that it was a two-hour premiere. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching, I was like, yes! And oh, that's another, such a great feeling when you know, it's when like, like extra, like yeah, it's like whatever fifty-nine or fifty-eight, and you're like, they're not ending. What yeah, the? What? Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Bonus. <laughs> so, uh, and I don't know why I get so crazy about period pieces and nothing significant. Like it's not like a Sons of Anarchy when some, you know, someone's getting killed and burnt up and stuff like that. Like nothing crazy. They they don't need to. It's a period piece. Like mm-hmm. you know, nothing significant happened. There mm-hmm. wasn't no shockers or anything. But I fucking loved it nonetheless. You know, and as soon as I hear that intro, I was just like, ah, oh, I get these butterflies and I get all excited and stuff. And wow. It was great. And I can't wait for Sunday to watch it, you know, what happens and stuff like that. Like, Did you think that the second season was as good as the first season? 
I know there were some people, I think, who are, didn't like the second season. I mean, this you can apply this to any TV show anywhere, exactly. ever. Well, I don't, right now, thinking about it, I kind of don't know where it ends and begins. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to say, since nothing really, I'm not saying like, oh yeah, I think it was fine for me, all throughout. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I liked them all. And it was nothing, I wasn't like, oh my god, this wasn't as good as that. So it kind of all meshed in. I love it. Um, they could probably not do anything the next episode. They're probably not going to do anything the whole season. I don't give a fuck. I just love watching it. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. But on that tip, I was watching, um, you know, the actual castle. Uh, hi, Claire. Hi, Claire. Is that how you say that? Um, it's an actual place. Hi, Claire. That sounds right. Um, it's an actual place. And I was watching, I watch a lot of HDTV while um, um, uh, giving the boob. Uh, mm-hmm. As you would call it, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden the show comes on, and they're talking about the place where Downton Abbey is filmed, and it's an actual place. the The guy who does Remains of the Day, who does Downton Abbey, is a friend of the 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 Duke and the whatever that lived there, and he was like, you know, I want to do this series, kind of based on the loosely based on the history of this castle. Maybe we could shoot here, which helped them because they were they needed money to repair it because it's mm-hmm. a huge endeavor to do, and mm-hmm. Um, they're doing it, and a couple of weeks out of the year, I think it's like in spring, they open it up to the public, and because they actually filmed there, and there's some rooms where they didn't change a goddamn thing, like they kept it as is, and that you know, um, where the um, the Duke is that was the guy when the Duke uh, died, they showed that room. It's actually left it like that, and it, it's it's amazing, and I would love to go. <laughs> They actually put like a gift shop down there, and you can buy um, uh, Downton Abbey uh, towel, kitchen towels, and stuff like that. And we need to send you on a tour <laughs> of English country homes and castles. Just that, I just thought it was awesome. So yeah, there it is. That's cool. Uh, let's get let's get on the nerd tip. Yeah. Uh, this Thursday, the seventeenth, on TBS, they'll be premiering. The King of the Nerds. I am really excited for this. I hope it's as good as I think it's going to be. It's like a competitive reality show where they put a bunch of nerds in a house, and I guess that they have to out-nerd each other. Yeah, and they say nerds from all spectrum. Like, they have, that. it seems like a nice mix of, of females to males, Which of is different nice, types, yeah. like nerds, geeks, whatever. Um, and then the person wins, at the end, $100,000, and... They get to say that they're the king of the nerds, and it's hosted by two dudes, one being Booger from the <laughs> Nerds movies. How appropriate is that? And I, I don't know if he still does, but when I lived in Silver Lake a couple of years ago, he lived in Silver Lake, because I would always see him at Trader Joe's. Really? Just chilling. Yeah. And I want to be like, Booger. But I'm sure he gets that all. <laughs> yeah. So well, like, he's... He could be one of those people who's really excited to get it. Who who needs it or yeah. like or doesn't get it enough and Yeah, because it. it's been a while, so he wants the all the boogers he can get. Maybe, but no one else, I don't know, maybe because it was Silver Lake or something, no one ever said anything to him. They left him alone, I left, like, how I left him alone, and he just went yeah. about his way. But, um, yeah, so we'll be talk, checking it out. Yeah, can't seeing, wait. Seeing how, uh, if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. We'll report back in yeah. our next, uh, next report. Exactly. So, any shows, uh... You know, it's so funny. Even though I've been doing nothing um, the past two weeks except sitting on my ass at home or grocery shopping, cooking, and cleaning dishes, as aforementioned, 
I've been actually trying to catch up on my sleep, and I know that it sounds crazy, but I really haven't been watching that much TV. Oh, wow. Like, Top Chef, got to stay on top of that. Um, slowly but surely working my way through season four of The Wire. Oh, yes. Um, so I'm definitely enjoying that. Uh, and then um, also working my way through Breaking Bad when my Netflix oh. DVD is in transit. But otherwise, I mean, you know, kind of behind the eight ball over here. <laughs> well, there's a couple of shows, and I don't know if you guys can hear it, but my lovely son is screaming in the background. <laughs> um, so, you know, just we're aware of that. Um, <laughs> uh, Shameless is coming back. I don't know if you got into Shameless. Shameless. Which one was Shameless? Shameless is with, uh, I can't think of his name right now. Um, yeah, we're on top of it right now. Yeah, okay. Keep going. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, Shameless is coming back. Okay. And Which I loved, which is, you know, kind of disappointing that it's a British show, of course, that they uh-huh. uh, did. But it's really good. Um, I can't think of the dude's name. Don't worry. I'm looking it up on my phone okay, right cool. now. Girls is coming back. We talked about that, how we weren't sure in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The word it's coming back. We'll see how that goes. Um, and there's a new show that I don't know. I don't know if I'll even watch, but see how it does. It's called The Following. It has Kevin Bacon. It's coming out on Fox. Oh, I am pretty keen to see that one because it also has um, James Purefoy in it, and I love him. He plays the villain. That sounds familiar, and he... I'm sure if I know his face. Yeah, and you would especially know him because he does a lot of period shit. Oh, probably. And it's weird how, like, a lot of the people just kind of, like, go from Games of Thrones to this and that. They, like, they all kind of do period pieces. Yeah. Like, there's the same act just kind of recycled and used in, like, a lot of different things. Yeah. He like, does... the Tudors in Games of Thrones. Oh, yeah. A lot of, lot of same A people. lot of crossover. Yeah. Um, he generally plays, um, usually the tortured brooding hero. <laughs> so in this, he gets to be the tortured brooding baddie. Um, okay. So shameless. I see what it is. It's the one, um, that is on Showtime. Yeah. What's his name? With I... William, Ma- uh, Ma- uh, William H. Macy. Yes. 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 There Macy. we go. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, yes. I've never seen that show. Oh my God. That's great. I've it's heard the great. UK version is pretty badass. I've heard that too. Um, but this one's pretty good, and okay. I appreciate it, and Noted. I'm excited to, for it to come back. Okay. Cool. Um, oh, you know what I did that was fun? Yeah. And this is also a special shout-out for my friend Joe. Hi, Joe. Joe. You know what? This is not the first time I mentioned Joe. Thank you for even recognizing it. Joe and I, a friend of mine from high school, as I mentioned before, a friend who warped me at a young age, they're, like, forcing me to watch, like, Caligula and terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible... Porn, like snuff porn, um, like midgets having sex with animals, like all kinds of stuff. And like he would come invite us over. I know. He's like, hey, I got this really cool like art film. And we're like, all right. And we'd all go over to his house and then he'd throw it in. We'd be like, no. And like the guys would force us to watch. It's totally like sexual assault. I was going to say, No, it wasn't like that. Um, But they would be like, come on. You guys got to watch this. We're like, no, this is awful. How can you make us do this? Um, Joe and I went to go see, oh, and he's like, you never talk, you never mentioned me, so now I'll get a shout out. So Joe, you got a shout out. This Joe, is like the second time. Out. Um, we went to LACMA because right now at the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, there is, um, there are a couple exhibits. One is the Kubrick exhibit and <clears throat> it's all sorts of like movie props, memorabilia, drawings, um, notes, stills, 
um, all kind of cameras, all kinds of ephemera from various Stanley Kubrick movies. And I have only seen um, a couple of movies of his. just made me feel like a total a-hole when I was there. But obviously everyone's seen 2001. And I have not, I've yet to seen that. To seen see? that. Okay, I feel Yet better. to seen that. You, you got oh yet to good. seen that, girl? Oh my God. Is that the new move? Yet to seen that. I have, I have yet. I can't even think. Okay. You have yet to see it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I've see, I saw uh, Barry Lyndon a long time ago. Yeah. Um, I saw Eyes Wide Shut when it came out. Yes. Um, I've seen The Shining. The Shining. I've seen uh, A Clockwork Orange. Clock, Clockwork okay. Orange. And so you're like, oh, I've seen I've seen like most of his movies. No, this is not the case. I'm sure. Um, oh, I saw um Full Metal Jacket. Oh, I think I, yeah, I saw that when it, back in the days. Yeah, but there were like a lot of early stuff that he did. Like I think he did Spartacus. He did like a I never oh, saw I Lolita. I haven't seen Lolita. I have never seen Doctor Strangelove. Oh, I haven't seen that either. So. Okay. We're okay. Okay. So, um, but it was a really badass exhibit. If you're in Los Angeles, I highly recommend it. Um, even for like, I like him a lot, and I think that um, I just I could sit in any movie and just be visually entertained. So I like his stuff. Like it and his style. Yeah, you could tell it's a Kubrick yes. film because it's like he always does like these wide range shots. Yeah, and it's beautiful, and it's gorgeous. Even if like I personally don't connect at a super emotional level with the work, like it's just yeah. beautiful. So there's tons of like huge pictures and stuff. So um, the Kubrick show was amazing, and then the other one we went and saw Caravaggio, who is an artist from the 17th century, something like that. He's um, amazing. Yeah, he's, he's like one a, of my favorites. He is. He is this sort of like brooding, terrible, <laughs> um, brooding terrible man who painted really beautiful um things with like lighting of a lot of religious subjects and here's the thing that joe and i got about halfway through it and he came up to me he's all yeah you know i guess this is different than what i was expecting i was like were you expecting more than two caravaggios <laughs> he's like yeah pretty much two count them one that's it two that's it that's all two. i'm gonna see yes because if you will, may I direct you to the title of the exhibit? It is "Bodies and Shadows: Caravaggio and His Legacy." Heavy on the and his legacy. So there are a bunch of photos from like various people who are imitating his style. Um, the interesting thing was it was a lot of like repetition as far as subject matter. A lot of like Mary Magdalene with the skull praying and a cross or like a beam of light or whatever and one of them actually was by an artist called Guy Francois and um, his painting was the Penitent Magdalene and it was one of those moments like in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when Cameron has his moment with the pointillism um, painting I forget who it's by um, in the in the Chicago Museum and it's that sort of like they're both like sizing each other up the painting and Cameron the painting (laughs) and Cameron I was like I had that moment with this painting and I was like like, you get that sort of, like, chill or, like, frisson of, like, excitement. You're all, and you're like, ooh, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> so I loved it. It's been a long time since I looked at a piece of art and felt like that. That's so that awesome. made me happy. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go. I live really close to it. Plus, I'm a member. And um, Caravaggio is one of my favorite artists. And um, I was talking about to a friend, Lou Pimentel, who's an amazing artist. 
and uh, he did a painting which he was so awesome to give to me because I loved it as he was working on he was showing me you know works in progress and I was like oh I love the lighting it's totally like Carl Vaggio he's like oh my god he's like whatever I go oh my god he's one of my <laughs> so this is it's like a really uh contrast like like really crazy lighting and to capture that in painting it's it's amazing and I, I just really like that so I'm excited to see it yeah and the good. Kubrick I, you know my friends that have gone have been posting on Instagram and I saw that they have the twins dresses from yes. The Shining yes. I'm so excited to see that <laughs> yeah there's actually they have the typewriter Oh. with all work and no play oh, like over and awesome. over and over again and it's like on a table in the middle of a room it's kind of awesome that's great it's creepy yeah. i can't wait to see that ah, creepy <laughs> um okay and i just remember the other thing i've been wasting time on yeah um i've been breaking in my playstation that oh, i got nice. yeah so um this is my inaugural adventure into gaming of the console variety Hello. Uh, not to be confused with the World of Warcraft variety. Uh, and so, as uh, I think I mentioned on our last episode, in my Reddit Secret Santa, I received Little Big Planet, which is like this cute all ages kind of game. Um, and I kind of had some fun with that. But then a couple of my friends, Nick and Mindy, were raving about how I really needed to try the Walking Dead game. It's by okay. like Telltale Games, Telltale Studios. And it's fascinating because it is, um, it's a companion piece to the TV show. Oh, nice. So you are your own person having your own adventure, but you are overlapping and going in and out with story elements and with people who are on the TV show and in the comics. Oh, that's cool. And the style of the game, it looks like the comics. Nice. Um, So it's like not super, that super realism. It it looks like, you know, very meticulously hand-drawn. That's awesome. Um... And the part that I really love about it is that you, um, as you make decisions, like, you know, like two people are dying and like, which one are you going to try to save? And you're like, um, um, so you go try to save one of them and like that person dies and then everyone's like, and then so down the road, you're like trying to get a favor from somebody and they're like, yeah, I remember way back then when you didn't (laughs) help my son who was being attacked by a zombie and you helped that other guy. Wow. And you're all, Fuck. and like you'll you'll make a decision, and it will say like up in the corner of the game, so and so will remember that, and you're like, well, fuck, what did I just do? <laughs> so it's very choose and adventure. Um, the part, ironically, the part that I have a difficult time with is the zombies, because as you know, I have a love hate thing with them. Yeah. And um, video games kind of get me um, freaked out a little bit. Anyway, stressed out anyway. Yeah, yeah, super stressed totally. out. So like, you know, and you can tell when the zombies are coming and then you have to kill them and I just die, 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 die. And then I'm like, oh, I can't do it anymore. I'm freaked out. And so then I have to stop and like suck my thumb and <laughs> get your blankie. Wash dishes. Yeah. So um, that's been really fun. I also really want to play Journey, which is um, another game that won a bunch of awards this past year along with The Walking Dead. So I will continue to report back on my PlayStation findings. Yeah. If anyone has suggestions of games that I should play, let me know. Um, I, first-person shooters, not so much my cup of tea, um, especially when I'm playing against other people online. Like, I don't want to get fragged by, like, some 12-year-old <gasps> in, like, Salt Lake City and then have them, like, you know, piss on the dead body of my <laughs> character and, like, mock me. Like, I'm just not into that kind of thing. Um, but if some people have some ideas, I would totally love to know more so that I can continue with my gaming edumacation. Yeah. I'm totally going nice. to go home and play it after this. Nice. Yeah. I'm, 
I, I'm not, <laughs> my friends have been like, so where are you at? How long have you been playing? I'm like, oh, I played a couple hours. They're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm at this part. They're like, and you've played a couple hours? <laughs> I'm like, I'm new to this. <laughs> no, see how long uh, you're, you stay into it. And yeah. Like, yeah. will you still be into it or still make the time when you're not, you know, eating nuts? I don't know. I don't know. You mean when I'm passed out in a gutter, like with a <laughs> joint and a bottle of Jack Daniels? You know, when you back to your usual self, I mean, you're going to have time for, totally. for the at-home console. Swinging from a chandelier. I don't know. <laughs> Can you play it swinging from a chandelier? <laughs> um, so, yeah, we. it remains to be seen, but um, I have enjoyed my video gaming experience thus far. That's awesome. Yeah. Go games. Uh, and, you know, I was thinking that... Um, wasn't ready for this one, but I'm thinking maybe for music, um, every week, maybe we do, maybe not every week, but every, whenever we do an episode, if we feel like it, we talk about like a song or a band that we're feeling or nerding out about. Like, you know, sometimes there's like, you're just in a mood and you're like, I need that little something, something. And so you either find someone new to listen to that fills that spot or you go back and you know I totally have the best yes when that happens you're like oh today is like, I gotta go back to the doves right now you yeah know, I haven't listened to the doves in forever I think it's a doves kind of day and then yeah. you talk about it like, oh my god I listened to it so it reminds me this and this and this like I was thinking we could do we could that play a little bit of it yeah play a little while we talk about it and then oh my you, god oh. yes how about that one of these? come on we just high five. <laughs> nerds, 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 nerds. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what? One more thing about my gaming experience. Um, I went to this game store on Wilshire. Okay. Um, which shall remain nameless, although anyone in LA who's a gamer probably knows it. And um, actually, you don't know what part of town, so we're good. Because <laughs> um, Wilshire runs far. Yes. Long so far. I walk in, it was like 9 30 in the morning. I was on my way to go have a meeting with a client. So I'm dressed pretty nice, you know, got my hair did. <laughs> And I walk in, and there's some guy, like, on a step ladder by the door, like, putting up some display or taking down Christmas lights, God knows what. And I walk in, and I'm like, hi. And he's all, uh, hi. <laughs> and, like, I like walking in there, it kind of smelled of, like, flop sweat and, like, teenage <laughs> desperation. And so I'm, like, checking out, like, the stuff on the walls, and he's all, um, do you need help with something? I was like, yeah. Do you guys have The Walking Dead for PS3? He's all, no. I was like... Okay, that's really what I'm looking for. He's all, is this a gift? I'm like, no, it's for me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I like, I think, it, I think it's more of like a sort of tabletop Magic the Gathering kind of place. Mm. So I think it's like heavy on that kind of thing, which so means like, that they probably really don't get like even like you know moms yeah. or whatever coming in yeah. like you know I want something for my kid. So then I went to what is I now, I now understand is the place where Satan lives, which is GameStop. Apparently, so people line up every time there's a game coming out. I see yeah. people at all of them. Uh huh. But apparently, um, for my cool gaming friends, they're like, "Ugh, don't go there. It's so lame." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I I went there once, and the sad thing is, I went there once. I bought the Walking Dead game for like forty, no, not forty dollars, probably thirty dollars, and then I went home and I was doing some investigation, and I found a website that was selling it for like twelve. I was oh like, my god. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a learning curve, people. <laughs> uh, and that's really all I got for you. Yeah, I think that's all I got for you, too. Um, first, but we did it. It's still January, though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're totally, we're picking up speed here, we people. We are. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, we're gonna try every two weeks. At least, if not if at we, least every two weeks. At least. And you know what? You can hold us to it and totally give us grief exactly. if we are not holding up our end of the bargain. Yeah, and if you want to, us to talk about something that you currently nerd out about, yeah, send us some shit. Yeah, we'll send look us it some over. Stuff. I mean, yeah. I'm always interested to find out what you're nerding out about. Yeah, me and too. And you know, and especially because I know, like I mentioned this all the time, I know there's like quite a number of fellas listen to us, and I see now a little bit of the ladies that are coming out that listen to us. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see some more. Who? What other types of people? You know, like, what other types of nerds? Like monsters. I mean, are you transgender? Oh, yeah. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Our no. first transgender fan who reaches out wins a prize. Yeah, exactly. We don't know what it is yet, but it is be, it'll be a good prize. It'll be a good prize. No, like, it could be like, what if like you're really not that nerdy, but somehow you stumbled upon this and you still listen or something? Like, you know, maybe yeah. you're a little bit maybe more like, you know, me where you're a little, you know. Come from the streets, but on the on the DL, you're like you know, <laughs> nerding out with you know I don't know who's to say, but um, yeah, happy happy one three. Let's make it a good one. Yeah, let's make it a year to remember. <laughs> Cox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, octopusy. Oh, <laughs> there's nothing we can add to that. <laughs> All right. See you next time. Peace out, nerds. Testies, testies. Uno, dos, tres. Just quick. Testing. Just quick. It sounds like testing. Testing.